Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Things That Matter with Marty McNabb. I, as many of you know by now, am a personal historian and legacy artist. I believe deeply in connections, community, and legacy. Through my first business, Memories Out of the Box, I help people with their photo, document, and memorabilia archive, everything they've saved and or inherited in their life that's in a box, whether it's a physical box or a digital box, or in a closet, or in an attic, or in the basement, storage unit, you name it. The things that we hold on to, the things that matter, that have a story. And needless to say, I think we can all agree that things really don't matter, but it's the stories that get attached to these things that matter. And that's what this show is all about. I am thrilled today to have a special guest. Well, all of my guests are special, but this woman is phenomenal. From the minute I met her a couple of months ago um, in, in a wonderful program that I'm a part of, I just fell in love with her. Um, needless to say, she makes an impression with simply with uh, her her brand, and it's perfectly aligned. Um, this is my my new friend Phyllis Braxton, and of Pink Consulting LLC. And I've had the pleasure of experiencing the work that she does in the world through this program and the healing work that she does and her passion and vision very much aligned with me, building connections and community and legacy. So uh, I know she has been a guest at my virtual live events, uh, show and tale events, um, but today I invited her to be a guest on my podcast because she has so many things that she's up to and I want to do what I can to spread the word about her healing work in the world. So without further ado, I am going to turn it over to Phyllis to show and tell. Yay. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone out there in the world. I, Marty, I am so excited to be here with you. And like you, when I um, heard your offer and what it is you do in the world and how you came to doing that in the world, I felt immediately drawn to that. Um, I turned 50 this year and my parents are 77 and 78. And I am just now because of you. And since meeting you, when I go home, which is a whole lot more now to Mississippi, I'm videoing and I am asking intentional questions about their childhood and about what I was like as a child and about their values. And I even got my Aunt Joystine on video making her biscuits to, you know, so that I, that legacy and just meeting you has um, really helped me be more present and be more attuned to the wisdom and the lives that uh, my parents 
uh, have have lived and what's going to be my story? What, you know, what things are going to become important to me that I pass on to, to my daughter? And so, um, so thank you. Thank you so much um, for that gift and placing that in my life at such the divine right time for sure. So I am excited to be here with you today. Yay. Thank you so much, Phyllis. I really, that was, that was what a lovely uh, testimonial. I'm so glad. And I hope that I get a chance to see some of those videos. And um, I was thinking your aunt's biscuits, um, you know, you know, my good friend Sky Bergman is a documentary filmmaker and her whole foray into documentary filmmaking came because her she realized when her grandmother passed away she wouldn't have any of the recipes because her her mo most wonderful cooks don't write any of this stuff down that's so <laughs> cooking that she was doing that's what we call soul food you you know the ingredients but you don't know just how much of each <laughs> or how you know the prep or how long to cook it for uh, what's the temperature to bake it so your best bet is to just videotape it if you're if you're so lucky so I'm so glad you grabbed this opportunity to do that and I look forward to hearing more and I am really excited to hear about what you brought today to show and tell okay so the virtual object that I brought today, and and I really, you know, Marty, just coming on the show makes you think deeply. It it makes you pause and say, why that? No, really, why that? And I asked myself that question because I'm, I'm traveling right now. I was supposed to be home back in Minneapolis, but I'm stuck here in Maryland just a couple more days. But guess what? It turned out to be the best thing ever because I get to get more kisses from my granddaughter. So that all works out. And um, so the object that I am sharing is a pin. And this pen, you can't see it, the, the writing is so small. It has whole soul ink on it. Whole soul ink is my new, like freshly new, nonprofit 501c3 tax exempt organization whose mission is to really support women and girls who have been racially, socioeconomically, and educationally disadvantaged. And this pen is my first representation of having that dream come true. This is a, a dream that I've dreamt since college. I knew that I wanted to leave legacy and leave a footprint here for women and girls who come from small towns um, like I did, who uh, sometimes where I came from in the world, people might say, those folks are a little bit slow down there. 
in the South from Mississippi. So you, you get all of those different preconceived notions about who you are, where you're born and what you're capable of. And so I wanted to start this nonprofit to let every little girl, every woman know that they are valuable and that they have worth um, in the world. And I want to reinvest in that because I have truly been blessed to live the life and walk the journey that I've walked so far. So that's, that's my, that's my object. Oh my gosh. That is so, so beautiful. And, um, I love the, what, what you said when you started, when you said you're, you know, you're stuck on, on, you know, you're stuck away from home. You're not, you don't have what you had at home, what you were thinking at home. So what do you do? And that's the beauty of my, all of my virtual events and my in-person ones is that my, my messages, it's not that anything has to be of high value or have like a, 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 a huge story, an epic story. This one actually is an epic story, but the, it, an epic story can be held in a pen because it's the representation of this vision that you had um, so, so long ago. And I know you're, you're, you're a vision, you're a vision maker. You're a creator of your visions. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to see you create all this, this stuff in the world, all the ideas that you, the dreams that you have. So, and I love this. I love this, um, nonprofit that you started. And uh, I look forward to all the good that you're going to bring into the world through that organization, just like you've been bringing to the world through your consulting, through Pink Consulting. Can you explain a little bit more about Pink Consulting and your other work in the world to let my community, my listeners learn more about the work you do and what what else you're up to because you are yes. a woman of many dreams. <laughs> yes, I am up to a lot and this is just the the universe I just feel is so open uh right now for people with dreams and aspirations that just speaking into the air more of what it is that we want that something's gotta respond it's it's gotta answer back and so i am uh just in the thrill of my company of pink consulting llc and pink stands for pursuing intercultural needs and knowledge and I have been doing work in the field of diversity, equity, and inclusion for over 25 years. And my company, Pink, will be 17 in about 17 to 20 days. Oh my God, <laughs> congratulations. Yes, yes. And so I have had the esteemed pleasure of working with individuals, teams and companies around the world to help them better understand their differences and how those differences don't have to polarize us 
but how they can really bring us together to be a much more committed community to the causes that we have in the world and acknowledging those differences with a sense of value, worth, and appreciation, it just lifts us all and puts us all in a better place. And so that's the work uh, that I have been doing mainly for about the last 25 years. Uh, recently, 2016, I went back to school to become a licensed therapist. And I was very interested in the intersectionality of mental wellness and also this topic of talking about differences because we all did not grow up hearing the same messages about people who are different from us, from the people who love and care about us. Mm -hmm. And we're all trying to work towards common goals in the world, but we've been taught different things about each other. And how do we pause, be open enough to listen to someone else's story and what matters to them and finding commonality in our very different values about what's important to us in the world is how I do my work through those very deep uh, conversations and creating learning environments where, pe where people can feel safe enough to make some mistakes and, and not always get it right. Mm. And so out of that, I wanted to bridge into that self-care world because people who hold these different identities and are walking through the world trying to teach others how to be open and appreciative of differences, it's, it can be tough work. Mm -hmm. it, it, it can be really hard work. Um, and I have faith that there are just so many more people who want community than people who want division. And so that's what keeps me going to want to do that work around helping us all appreciate our differences. And then also making sure that I give back and to support women and girls who have not had some of the life opportunities uh, that I've had uh, so far. So serving that gamut, that range of audiences from the very people who have a lot yes. to those who don't have very much physically but no one has maybe paused enough to share with them and look them in the eyes to say, you have so much value just in your humanity. Yeah. And so oh. that's the gamut of work. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Like I said earlier, when I introduced you, um, this is a, a woman who's doing powerful healing work in the world. And we sh certainly share a similar uh, vision in the sense that, and belief that I believe most people are looking for connections 
community and legacy and they're they need um they need support uh along the way they need a bridge they need a safe space to uh to to feel that and i know at my events one of the um you know i'm now learning about like designing for connections you know facilitating for connections through like taking and i love that you say you know we're constantly learning and constantly taking courses and improving ourselves and so learning through other coursework about designing for um particular things but i'm just so grateful for the fact that i stumbled upon creating a space for people to bring objects, photos and objects, things that they carry, things that matter, things that someone gave them, somebody who passed away, they remember that story, a, a trip, a, a dream that they've been planning since college and that came true. You know, all of these things that are held within an object has created a, 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 a space for people to see their differences and yet also their commonalities. So I'm just so grateful to meet more people working in this space of creating uh, creating these connections um, across differences and not saying, oh, I don't see our differences. Oh, I don't see them as, oh, you know, not like, you know, greenwashing. Preach, or, Marty, <laughs> preach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, all of that stuff, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, no, there are differences. We need to first address them, first see them, yeah. first understand them and, and provide, like you said, a place, and that's what I love about you creating. I've always felt safe in everything that you've you've created, every activity in this program that we're a part of. Um, I've always felt safe for you know not getting it right, um, you know making a mistake um, because we we can't grow uh, in a in a place where there's fear and that we are too afraid to share. We're too afraid to make a mistake because, like you yeah. said, we didn't get raised in the in a, it, we didn't get taught this, you know, we didn't get raised in, we got raised in our little silos, our little families, our little communities. We all got raised there. The more I'm hanging out with my wife and her mother, I'm realizing, oh my God. And the more she hangs out with me and my mother, oh my God, like, oh, is this where you got it from? Yeah. You know, duh, of course. Um, so, <laughs> You know, we can be all like, you know, like, oh, we're not, we're not different. We're not whatever. Yes, we are. And we can often see right in front of us what, where we came from. And that's beautiful. And they, like you said, they were the love. They were where, where we connected. They're our first teachers. Um, but we can find different teachers elsewhere. And I'm just so glad that you are providing the, all the, the ways that people can grow. Um, from all different uh, walks of life and see the benefit of building those bridges and building that connection. So thank you so yeah. much. You are so and, welcome. And one last thing before we, we I, I close this episode, I know that because I'm getting the wonderful chance to take a preview of uh, one more thing that you have up and then to talk about your book and then also how people can find you. So needless to say, I'm gonna put all of this in the show notes 
but uh, but I'd love you to tell uh, verbally to my listeners how about your book and also how people can stay in contact with you. Yes, for sure. So my first book is launching publicly January 12th. And the title is Be Right or Be Effective, A 30-Day Journey to Master Life's Messes and Overcome Unexpected Challenges. And so it is a, a short read. It's a fun read. It can be a sad read. It's going to take you through a lot of different emotions, uh, through stories and experiences uh, that I've had that I've learned some very deep life lessons that I wanted to share um, with the world to not sound like a beauty pageant contestant, but can we make the world a better place? And it starts with us. It, it starts with each of us, you know, looking inside of ourselves first and being that change that we truly want to see in the world. And so you'll get to know me through some different examples and uh, antidotes that I share with each of the wisdom guides uh, that you'll walk through uh, for a 30-day journey. Oh my goodness. Yay. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to read it. Yes. Yes. And so people can reach out to me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, both as Phyllis Denise Braxton. And also on uh, Instagram as Phyllis Braxton. And I think those might be the places I am. Look, at, at 50, I have struggled, Marty. I mean, I am going kicking and screaming um, to the whole social media uh, platforms. And so my brand manager is probably going to say, what are you thinking? You didn't have all of that information right there, but I'm, I'm going to get it right. We're growing. We're yes. growing. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing is, Phyllis, is as we we very well know, and anybody who's listening, and I'm sure there are plenty of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs that are listening as well. We, you know, the reality is, is that you don't have to be in all social media things. You don't have to be everywhere. As long as you're you're you find your way um, to, that works for you. Um, that's that if it's one, if it's, you know, email, if it's, you know, picking up the phone, I mean, there's so many ways that we can market ourselves. And as long as you've got some that work really well, you don't need to do like, I I can't tell you how many people are like, you've got to do TikTok. I'm like, what? Anyway, (laughs) I finally signed up, Marty. I finally did it. Oh my goodness. 
Well, we've got many because other people who might be listening are my my community of um, digital nomads and women in their 50s, 60s and beyond that are living their best lives in their third act um, is what they're talking about. So uh, needless to say, I think everybody finds their way. And yes, I have an account, but I'm not active in TikTok. Um, we'll see. I've kind of gotten disillusioned with Facebook, but anyway. Um, and uh, Twitter's a whole nother thing, right? We don't have to go there. That's another um, monster. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not the program about that. Um, but anyway, uh, I thank you so much for your time, Phyllis. I really appreciate it. I, I, like I said, amazing healing work you do. I'm looking forward to following more, reading your, your first book. Congratulations on that. Um, and to everyone who's uh, who's here, I just want to, in closing, say Thank you for listening to this episode of Things That Matter with Marty McNabb. I am a personal historian and a visual artist or a legacy artist, as I like to call it. Um, I help people with their photo, document, and memorabilia archives create a visual narrative from all those things that matter. I also have virtual events, as I, Phyllis was a guest of mine, virtual events every month. Um, and you can find that at showandtails.com under the events. So I have them at least once a month. I do do them in person occasionally, and they will also be on my website. And I'm also available to be hired by your association, by your family, by your community to create, to host these story sharing events where I invite people to bring an object that has a story that has a meaning to them. It's a wonderful way to build connections and community and foster legacy. And if you're looking for a very unique way to market yourself, I also have a community for people, I call them weirdos, uh, that stands for where every individual remembers doing original stuff. So these are quirky, you know, don't, don't, fit the traditional ways of marketing yourself and you're looking for a way to be consistent, persistent, and generous by hosting your own show and tales, either virtually or in person as a way for people to get to know you, like you, remember you, think of you, and trust you. So if you're looking for that, you can reach out to me as well at info at show and tales. And thank you all once again. And thank you, Phyllis, for being an early guest on my on my program. And I look forward to staying with you along your journey. And I hope you'll stay with me along mine as well. It's been wonderful. Same here. You got it, Marty. You Thank have you a so great much. day. Thank you.